genre. Hello and welcome back to The Doctor's Companion Presents Doctor Who, The Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today on the show, we will be discussing The Long Game, the ninth Doctor's sixth story. Tell us all about it, Scott. Yeah, so uh, The Long Game... Uh, actually comes from uh, showrunner Russell T. Davies, uh, writer and director Brian Grant, uh, who would uh, he his only directed this episode. <laughs> this oh, is, only one of those. Yeah, this is the only one. Um, so yeah, so this is the long game, and uh, basically what this comes down to is that in Russell T. Davies' original pitch for the show he wanted to do a short storyline in which uh he showed what made rose special versus uh other people <laughs> and uh and so he wanted to do a show uh, an episode that he dubbed the companion who couldn't <laughs> and uh and so we have uh adam here being uh the titular companion who couldn't um, which was then later changed, of course, to uh, the long game. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's it, it's it, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I wish there was more to this story, but there just really isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a funny story about Simon Pegg having trouble with his dialogue because Russell T. Davies uh, just con consistently thought it was hilarious to give people things that was uh, very difficult to uh, pronounce, um, such as the mighty uh, Jagrafess of Holy Hadrogastic Maxidronifo <laughs> or whatever. Um, that, that thing, uh, apparently Simon Pegg did like 50 takes of that and just could not spit it out. That's funny. Um, so he had, uh, he had a lot of trouble with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it was pretty much... Um, you know, it was written to be a cheap episode, uh, to reuse sets multiple times, um, redress sets. And that, of course, won't be the only story that we talk about this season that uh, uh, was written to be a cheap episode. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's um, – I don't know. That's pretty much it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I guess even originally um, the uh, the spike, the head spike – was uh conceived to be like the entire cranium opening up oh god revealing the whole yeah revealing the whole brain uh instead of just the aperture in the forehead and uh that was changed by the cg department because they were like it would take way too long to make that look uh even passable mm -hmm. and uh that would be really expensive so we probably shouldn't do that um so they changed it to the little aperture thing uh but uh yeah 
that's uh that's it nothing nothing uh super interesting or exciting uh in this episode at all really um but it does set up the finale uh much in the same way that the next story that we're going to talk about sets up its finale yeah. which is interesting um but uh yeah this is this is uh the long game it's sort of like um i don't know it's like the hobbit to the two parters lord of the rings <laughs> Season finale's Lord of the Rings. I guess. Uh, I mean, it is, <laughs> More right? Simon I mean, Pegg and less singing dwarves, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, he's kind of a singing dwarf. Look at him. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, it's uh, it's fine. I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think about this episode? Because I think the thing that always strikes me every time I watch it, every time I watch it, I'm just like, man – can't wait to really like this episode because my boy Simon Pegg's in it and I love Tamsin Gregg and she's in it. Uh, and I would really, I really want to like it this time. And then every time I watch it, I'm just like, I, I, it, I feel my brain forgetting it as it's entering it, entering my brain. Like I guess that's it thematic. Is, but yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, just like the aperture, the the spike itself, that's what it feels like watching this cuz <laughs> there's just it's just not memorable at all. Like this is the one that I think everyone forgets about. Um is this episode. It's just fine. I don't really think it comes together completely. It's not a bad episode. It's just really forgettable. You know. I mean the Adam thing is what it is, I guess, but I don't know. Overall, I don't love the plot of this one. Mm. What do you guys think? You know, uh, it's certainly, you know, it, it, it really is Russell to a T, you know, minimum pun intended. <laughs> uh, I, I, I found this to be, well, this is a, a longtime listeners of the show might remember this, you know, meaningless factoid, but this is it's technically the first episode of the show I ever watched. Uh, I, right. I, at the time I was just like reading entertainment weekly and I was like, Oh, Simon Pegg said something. I need to watch it. And it was an episode of the show called <laughs> Dr. Who. That's so funny. Yeah, because I was it was like it was like months after I had seen Shaun of the Dead, maybe even weeks, and I was just like, you know, Simon Pegg was my new favorite band, you know, it was it was mm-hmm. like that, and uh, and yeah, and so like Scott, um, it must not have made a big impression on me because uh, two minutes into this episode, I was convinced I had never seen it before. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, this is one I haven't seen. This is crazy. You know, it it's happened before with with season one where I just I I, I missed it. And then I saw Simon Pegg, and I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is the first episode of the show I ever watched. Uh, make of that what you will, you know? I, uh, but yeah, I, I think Simon Pegg is a really fun villain. I think this is just like a total, it kind of it kind of seems to me like a first level, which is mm-hmm. weird, but it's like, it's a great maybe first episode of the show if it's on and no one's ever watched it before, you know, kind of, you get the basics. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it, 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 it um, I actually... I don't know. I, I I happened to get some kind of like solid. Or I don't know what the word is, but I was like, ha, you know, like during the kind of more uh, social satirey bits about like, you know, there not being any humans to like raise a fuss. Therefore, this new regime is taken over completely, and it's all about humans taking back their need of actually not not unlike the world's end. Weirdly, thematically, yeah, there was a lot of the world's end in this that I was yeah. like, wow. Um, even, even, uh, uh, 
Simon Pegg's performance, like the way that he was like looking up and talking at a thing. I was like, yeah, wow, this is just the world's end. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed what this episode was about. And I just, you know, I get a kick anytime the doctor is just like, rise up, rebel, rebel, Jersey represent, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that's just my favorite form of doctor. So, yeah, I, I, I totally didn't mind watching this episode of Doctor. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Um <laughs> I I always think about it as the one with Simon Pegg because he mm-hmm. is a delight as always. Um mm-hmm. you can tell he's having a lot of fun with what he's given. Um I wish he was given more. Mm-hmm. Um I hate Adam. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but like Yeah, he he really he really makes you appreciate Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Especially watching this one and the one we're going to be talking about next time back to sure. back. Like, man. The Mickey who couldn't. Right. What's really interesting though is that there was a uh, a scene that was shot and ultimately deleted from the episode because the episode ran long. Mm. Uh which actually makes sense to me because as much as like there's not a lot to this, it's a lot of like small disparate threads mm-hmm. um, so, sort of running simultaneously. Uh, and one of those things that was uh, messed with was that um, Adam originally, uh, when he was freaking out um, <laughs> early on, uh, he actually legitimately um, when he said like, I'm going to, I'm going to go or do something. I think it might've even been before um, maybe even before, uh, he first saw the brain thing. I'm not sure. Um, but it was somewhere early on when he was freaking out about where they were and everything. He like legitimately called home. And when he called home, his mother told him that his father was deathly ill and in the hospital and she wasn't sure how they were going to pay the bills and yada, yada. And Uh, so then that, that's why he does what he does in the story. Um, is, so that he can, you know, get them a little bit of money and and help his dad, hopefully, and all of that. But they just cut it out and made him a yeah. selfish prick. Yeah, and sick. Dead. yeah, yeah. That I mean, sucks. Like, I, I mean, on the one hand, I don't care about his family, but you're right. Sure. It, it it makes him less of a less of a less of a doink. <laughs> the the punishment, yeah. like if they had included that, the punishment. Um, at the end seems a lot more cruel than it does as it is, you know? And maybe that's yeah. why. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, it's more important to soften the doctor than it is to soften this idiot. Right. Um. So that makes sense. Yeah, that I- sounds like a mistake that I've made as a writer, you know, like disservicing you know or you know like like making making one character you know that's something you have to do sometimes in the edit of like oh this doesn't work and it kind of takes away from our protagonist right right yeah so so yeah he's uh he's adam is terrible i mean he's just what an idiot i mean what do you what even was he gonna do with that information uh i i don't know it's very strange (laughs) give it to people what's mark zuckerberg doing step three profit I guess not paying people livable wages and making them work in white cubicles and live in white <laughs> cubicles. Yeah. Jeff. 
That being said, I would love to see Adam come back at some point as a villain. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so weird. That would I be know. very weird. Oh, I would love it though. I think Thir- that would be great. Thirteenth's like, I always knew you'd come back. <laughs> my greatest foe. <laughs> Maybe that's what they that's what uh, Moffat should have done in the 50th anniversary to entice uh, Eccleston to come back. It's like you'll finally get to, to <laughs> you finally get to, get to work with Daniel Angley again. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> it's like the like the League of Exes or whatever and it's all the one-off yeah. companions. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, there's a there's a there's a, there's a $10 idea. There like, there's a shirt idea. Like a universe <laughs> where all the companions are like, "You know what? F this dude." Yeah. Led by Adric. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) It's just Adric going around collecting old companions. Rest in peace, Adric. (laughs) R.I.P. 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 Adric and also R.I.P. the dinosaurs because they happened at the same time. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Good old maths boy. Um, Love you, maths boy. Adam, however, is not a good old maths boy. Yeah, he is kind of like a dark Adric. (laughs) God, I wish that had been the original title for the story. The Dark Adric. You know what's cool about Dark Adric is (laughs) if 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 you don't if you don't know, if you're just reading that, it does kind of sound like like the name of a planet or a spaceship, but if you do know, it's like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Fantastic. Um, yeah, so the, uh, one of, I, I would, I would argue one of the grossest things they've ever done on this show is the vomit ice cube. Mm. Um, it is, that is horrifying. Uh, I just have a disgusting taste in my mouth just thinking about it. Um, and just like, what would that even feel like? The idea of like your vomit being turned into an ice cube That's in so your gross. mouth. Oh man. Yikes! It's such a it's such a Russell T just has the weirdest sci-fi ideas, and I, I really love he it does. sometimes. He does. Um, also, uh, further proof, as if we needed any more proof, but further proof in this episode that uh, uh, that uh, uh, Jack being um, uh, the face of Bo is uh, was a was a last minute uh, retcon because they're like the face of Bo, Bo is pregnant. It's like okay, I don't know. Well, they say I, they I, say he in the episode. They say he really. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. Hey, you don't, don't know, know what happens to a person when he when he gets that old. I guess that's true. And you can make babies know. after a while. He's an alien Science. man. Alien. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's not even not even human. Us is he an alien? Jack isn't an alien. Oh, he isn't. No, he's from what some time nonsense. Yeah, he's from the Time Academy something. Time. I don't know. We're gonna find out in a couple of sessions. <laughs> oh, cool. Great. <laughs> when we meet him finally, Did he fall um, in the Lazarus pit. How is he immortal? Uh. When did that happen, Cass? Well, we'll find out. We'll find With out. With Bad Wolf? Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Because she right. brings him That's back, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he dies and then Rose brings him back and then with mm. the with the TARDIS particles. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he comes back, he's immortal. 
cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tardis particles. Yeah, Tardis particles. Tarticles, yeah. for sure. Tarticles. <laughs> Tarticles. Have either of you seen uh, Look Around You? The, uh, the uh, n- not every episode, but I've seen a couple. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a Peter Serafinowicz thing um, that it's like a parody of uh, of like uh, ed- science educational programming that you would watch in like a- elementary school. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's so it's like these stupid documentaries um and one of them is uh they're like talking about like ants or something and then and then he goes thanks ants dance (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's particles particles. oh man let's do it let's introduce it into the canon we get we kind of get some particles uh here in a couple episodes not not to not to get too spoilery Wait, you know what, Cass? We we watched it. One, the only time that we met in real life, we watched that Did show. Did we? Yeah. Oh my god. We watched it in the hotel room. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, that entire night is a blur of wine and pizza. So yeah, that's fair. That's that's very fair. Um, <laughs> but this is also the one where it was just like birds. What are they? Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, what from are the birds? from the recesses of her memory. Yeah, from like the recesses of my drunk memory. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That was like 7 years ago. <laughs> I know. What are birds? Oh no my. one that really knows. Um oh. anyway, tarticles. Vance. Um Vance. <laughs> Thanks Vance. Vance. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, the long game. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, uh, Tamsin Greg. Just two Shaun of the Dead alumni in this. Right? Right. W- w- wish I liked it more. Um, yeah, Tamsin Greg is, uh, I mean, she's, she's great. Um, Which one is she? She's, uh, she's the, the, the lady who uh, does the surgery on. Uh, oh, yeah, on, the creepy nurse. Okay. Yeah. On, on Adam. Yeah. Yeah. She's from uh, Black Books. And then she um, was in the line of uh, people in Shaun of the Dead oh, that they yeah. meet that are yeah, like the doppelgangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the one with the hat. That's all I was right. Um, but yeah, she's great. She's on, uh, there's a Showtime show called Episodes uh, that she's on, and she's really funny on that. Um, she's just, I, I love her. So the, the fact that there are, uh, you know, two, <laughs> there are two people in this that I love and this story just isn't good. It's just wasted two of my favorite British actors and <laughs> like comic actors. And they're both in this and they are both kind of wasted, uh, here, which sucks. It sucks. I wish, uh, they were used better in something else, mm-hmm. but oh, well. What are you going to do? I feel like Tamsin Greg, it's kind of past that, you know, how you can be in one Law and Order every seven years, you know? I, I mean, I, I would hope that they both are. I would like to see both of them come back um, mm-hmm. in some capacity uh, in the future. But maybe Simon Pegg is too big of an actor now. I don't know. Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. What else we got to talk about with this one? What did you guys um, think of the monster? Um, I don't like the monster design. No. Mm-hmm. It's very generic looking. Yeah. Kind of looks like a yeah, like a doom monster. 
Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of um reminds me of a a, a very specific monster in the um in the Half-Life games. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh man, Half-Life 2. I I yep. really put some time into that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh man, Half-Life. I, you know, that's one of those games that's like in my top 5 as far as like which one should be turned into movies legitimately. Um, yeah, I feel like that's something that is going to happen eventually. Kind of like, kinda like I, I, I do think deep down we are going to get a Zelda movie like in our lifetime. It's just going to... Probably. I think they're working on it like right now. Oh, like, really? I think they're developing one. Yeah. Yeah. Because Nintendo is, uh, is starting to make movies again. They're working with, uh, with the Minion people to make a Mario movie, like an animated oh, Mario yeah. movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. which I think and is a then, great idea. Yeah, for sure. And then I think they're um, they're developing with another studio. I think they're develop maybe Universal. I think they're developing um, a uh, Zelda live action movie. But nice. That's and then, it. Uh, I think they're just developing one. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet is uh, is Link. Make it happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my God. Oh, and then they're doing that. Uh, they're doing that Detective Pikachu movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. With Ryan Reynolds yeah. as the voice of Detective Pikachu, he said. Yep. Stating facts. Real weird. <laughs> oh, we live in a weird, weird world, guys. Yep. Yep. Um, anyway, I've always wanted to see Alfonso Cuaron direct uh, Detective Half-Life. Pikachu. <laughs> no, no, Half Life. <laughs> okay. I've literally never thought about Pokemon more than when any other anyone else is mentioning it. That's yeah. that is the extent of <laughs> me thinking about Pokemon Aww. is when I'm listening to other people talk about it. You gotta catch them all, Scott. Back- the thing about Pikachu yeah, is nope. he's not just solving a mystery. He's trying to solve a mystery. Of his own, <laughs> his own being. Is that, is that Guillermo del Toro? <laughs> That's uh, Pikachu? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro would rock a Pikachu movie. Pikachu would have like working. You would like see. There would be a, there would be a part where someone would have like a scroll of Pikachu's like inner workings. And like how is. <laughs> They're pocket monsters. I love them. <laughs> They're pocket monsters. They fit in your pockets. <laughs> They're all like horrifying. Like Bulbasaur is just like a mouth. They're all played by Doug Jones. Yeah, they're all Doug Dude. Jones. Dude, just tiny yeah, Doug because... Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doug Jones is Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Doug Jones is also someone that could really rock. Doctor Who in, in any capacity. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it is honestly surprising that they've never uh tried to get him for a monster at some point. God, that'd be horrible. Well they have, well they have an interesting yeah. relationship. I can't I can't I can't really think of a lot of American actors that have been in even the new version of the show. Yeah, no, no. Um but I mean I don't know. They've got a they've got an American directing James Bond now, so why not, right? Yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway, the lo- as you can see, we're struggling <laughs> to find things to say about yeah. the long game. I mean, like, it's yeah. just not a great episode. It's just it just exists. It I will say, I will say that if you're if you happen upon it, which when does that happen in 2018? But you know, if you do happen upon it, uh, I think it's a good starter episode for someone who's never seen it. I think it's uh, I think there's some good individual moments in it i think simon pegg's fun we get that like is a slave really a slave if he's not aware yes i think that's i think that's like a great nine moment mm. uh yeah. 
So it's not actively bad. It's not like a poorly made episode of Doctor Who. It is just like a very serviceable, unmemorable episode of the yeah. show. In our yeah, opinion. it's it's a it's very much like a kitchen sink Russell T Davies episode. Yeah, right? and I guess I liked it in that way, where it was like, oh, here's everything I like about this crazy reign of the show. Yeah, yeah. It it almost feels like uh, it honestly, it feels kind of first drafty to be honest. Mm. Like nothing quite hits at the level that you want it to, you know? Yeah. Um, like there was there was the bit where they were like uh revealing that they make up all the news and everything, and um man, that's that's another that's two episodes in a row where 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 people are just given the force fed the news yeah. by a corp wow, weird. Um Russell D. Davies, he has got a brand. Uh, <laughs> he certainly has a brand. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I think that there was room to um, uh, talk about that more, like put put a little more uh, metaphor stank on it. Sure, um, like dig, as, like dig a little deeper, maybe scratch beyond the surface. Yeah, because I mean, there's something to be said about like cable news or whatever. But then again, I guess maybe that's that's more of an American thing right. and not. Not really a British thing, so maybe that's why that's um listeners, how do you know. feel about your what 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 was what was two thousand and five, two thousand six Britain thinking about in yeah. terms of media? Where were we where where were you guys at back then? Was it so long ago? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it feels like there's supposed to be an allegory of some sort here and it's just not quite working to me. I don't know. But maybe, but like, but like Nick said, maybe, maybe that's just our lack of, of uh, know-how as far as being Americans. Mm. Maybe there's something else going on in England yeah. that uh, this is more relevantly uh, allegorical for. Because yeah. I, know. I know like as an American in 2018 watching this, I was kind of getting like a, like, oh, wow, this is precedent. This is, I wonder if this yeah. is precedent right. back. Yeah. Yeah. But then it didn't, they didn't quite stick the landing. Yes. So, yeah. It was. Yeah. It, they like presented it like, ah? and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, and then they just set it down, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time, baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and he would. There would be there would be more Russell T Davies episodes of Doctor Who dissecting the shallowness of of the media of the television. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but but it would actually be uh, uh, played by uh, Russell T Davies um, instead of uh, being uh, recast with a with a new with a new actor. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> that was an Iron Man versus Iron Man two reference for those of you uh, who didn't catch uh, catch the War Machine reference I made. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> next time, baby. <laughs> uh, poor Terrence Howard. He just wanted to get paid more than everyone else. <laughs> it's respectable. <laughs> yeah. I just want more money than anyone else working on the movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's fine. He's on Empire. Um, <laughs> Lucius. What's he up to? What's he up to this week? I don't know. What if every time they mentioned the great Earth Empire on this show, they were talking about the, the Fox TV show? Oh, my God. I'm sure. The, the fourth lions, great lions. bountiful human empire. Yeah. yeah. 96 billion people on Earth. And uh, the I like the megacities. I like that you could see them from space. That was kind of cool. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a cool, it was a cool version of Earth. And I thought, again, kind of like uh, going back to stuff that was introduced, but maybe not dug into the idea of, of humans being behind on our own track of mm-hmm. Earth, of, of the doctor being like, whoa, you guys are stunted. You guys should be further along. Like, I felt that really hard, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, oh boy, sometimes it feels like it. And like, that's a interesting idea of science fiction, the idea that we are being suppressed and not aware of it. But yeah, like, but like, 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 we've, like we've been saying, it's, it's, I've already said about as far as it goes in the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Um, all right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, so we will be back in just, uh, just a few days. Yeah. Uh, to talk about the Cybermen two-parter from season two. Uh, in the meantime, if you're on Facebook, join our Facebook group, the Doctor's Companion Listener Society. Go, go check that out and uh, join us there. Uh, to talk about stuff. You're going to want to be a part of that group coming up because we got new episodes that we're going to be talking about. And obviously you're going to want to be a part of all of the discussion that I'm sure we'll be having um, over on the Facebook page. So if you haven't joined yet, do that. Uh, go check out our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, if you buy things on Amazon, you want to help out the show that way, you can do that. Uh, duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. You can buy anything on Amazon and uh, that, that helps us out. Um, gives us a little little extra there uh so check that out and uh t public we have a t public store duelinggenre.com slash merch go to all of the dueling genre links just go to all yeah um go to all of them use all of them and uh yeah that 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 really does uh help us out a lot and also um, you know, Nick and I have uh, the Cornetto Minute season two coming up in November, where we're going to be tackling Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. One minute at a time. Um, speaking of uh, Simon Pegg, and mm-hmm. uh, and then also uh, Cass is still still trucking still along on two going. towers, still yeah. going, <laughs> still going. So check out all of those things, and uh, we'll be back in a few days with uh, Rise of the Cybermen: Age of Steel. Mm-hmm.